Welcome to Many Talks Podcast, talking all business, entrepreneurship, property development, finance, and investment. Reese Many here, um, host of Many Talks. Got an exciting guest um, online today. As um, our listeners and our followers and our viewers know, we interview some serial entrepreneurs. Um, we talk about property, entrepreneurship, finance, um, and property development. My view is what I've got today is a completely different entrepreneur for yourself. George Sullivan, CEO of Soul Supplier, founded in 2013. George, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, Rhys. Good to be here. No problem. So, George, um, it's a pleasure for you to come and join us. Um, and for our listeners, um, obviously, we're in um, uncertain times right now. and We talk about... Um, the times that we're in, but can you just explain to our listeners what your business, Soul Supplier, does, how it works? Yeah, yeah. So the Soul Supplier is a website and app that helps millions of people each month. Actually, just over three million users on the website. It's a month and app um, find find their next pair of trainers. Okay. So the casual footwear, the casual trainer market, which is worth just over a hundred billion. Um, a massive market and our job is to create content and use technology on the website search and comparison tech to help people find their next pair of trainers intriguing so just just to break it down i'm looking for a new pair of trainers i go to the net type in what i'm looking for and your team and you will pump out some content regarding them trainers um good points bad points why i should buy them why i shouldn't can I then actually physically purchase them trainers through your platform? George? Yes. Yeah. So exactly what you just said. So what we'll do is we'll show you the latest and greatest black Nike trainers. Okay. Let's say if that if that was your search, and yeah. then we'll, we'll we'll give you all of the retailers where you can buy, say, this shoe. Yeah. And then we'll show you the latest prices from all of those retailers and the latest sizes. So okay. it means that you don't need to visit all the retailers. You just come to us, come to our website and app, and you can do it all in one. Kind of like a compare the market type tool. Gotcha. But, but so, we, I, so I would still buy from a different source. I'd still buy from a retailer. Exactly, yeah. So we're okay. partnered, with, partnered with all the major retailers and brands, Nike, Adidas, JD. We're actually um, like Nike and Foot Locker as one of their biggest affiliate partners. Um, so, yeah, so we, we're like driving... Yeah. Just, just a bit like so. So, so, so let's just. Um, I, I put an article out there um, last week regarding um, the the times that we're in, um, mm. the economic climate climate that we're in. But what you found is, in the last recession or in the last time of uncertainty, some fantastic businesses was produced. Um, and what I mean by fantastic businesses, Airbnb, uh, WhatsApp, uh, mm. Uber. All businesses um, that, quite frankly, don't need to hold any stock. Um, mm. and, and this is sort of similar to your business from what I'm hearing. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. That's the greatest thing about it is that we're, um, we're a content and technology platform and we don't have any stock. We just work with partners to help them. You know, we work with Nike, Foot Locker, Adidas yep. to help promote their, their stock. Yeah. Fantastic. So what inspired you to launch that business, George? So um, I was actually working in sales for about seven, okay. eight years before 
So um, I know we'd have a lot to talk about there, Ruth. <laughs> we're, all, um, we're, all, we're all sales people at heart. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I love that. And um, but I was I, I started buying trainers with say that the commissions I was making whilst I was first I left school at 18. Yeah. And when I started making some commission in my sales jobs, I was buying some trainers to wear at the weekends yeah. and I got the bug. Like it's a it's something that a lot of people relate to. They just get this bug and they start buying more trainers. For some people, for you it might be shoes, it might be jackets, it might be I don't know. Like it, it, yeah. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, but ties, um, ties, are, ties are what do it for me. Obviously today I'm a, I'm a bit dressed down, but normally a nice shirt and a tie. Um, my my wife moans every time we go shopping. I come back with a new tie. <laughs> there you go. You, and and how much do those ties cost? Some of them are they expensive? Some of them? Yeah, yeah, they vary. Yeah, yeah, they do. So so basically, I got the bug. But the interesting thing about this industry, and I'm not sure, it's probably not the same with ties, but you could prove me wrong here. Um, kind of like watches, certain trainers are worth more than they retail for. Yeah. And you can buy them when they sell out. They sell out in seconds, some of them, in hours, in the same day. Um, they can be worth two, three times as much. That's just supply so, and demand, right? So people want them and they can't get them, pushes the price yeah. up. Yeah, exactly. So this market in itself, the, the, the resale trainer market is worth like a, quite a few billion now. Is it? All right? so it's, it's a growing, market, it, a is, growing it market. Growing? is it still growing? Still yeah. growing. Yeah, it's yeah. projected to it's projected to triple in growth by um, twenty twenty six. So it's a crazy market, just a secondary market for trainers, just like um, expensive watches. So basically, I created the website to help people like me that wanted the shoes, but that also wanted the information on where they could buy them because some people were wanting to sell them as well. Yeah. So since then, the market's like sh shot up massively, exponential growth. And for me, yeah, I've just always loved footwear. I've always loved trainers. And it was yep. that passion that took me into business, yeah. Would you say, George, that you've had an entrepreneur way from school? I mean, talk us through your background when you was at school. You said that you left school at 18. Um, did you go to university? Did you enjoy school? Talk us through that. I'm, I'm intrigued and I like yeah. speaking to entrepreneurs and business owners um, just to see and, and give our listeners some thought whether, you know, you've actually got um, entrepreneurship installed in you as a young age or whether it's something that you can grow into. I get asked that question hell of a lot. Yeah, it's a good question. Um, it was something that was in me from early. I was inspired by... My mum and dad, but particularly my dad. My dad had, had run businesses. He was in sales as well. And he was in the old school print business as well. So with okay. traditional print. So I'd seen him be successful and also fail. So yeah. he was always like, George, you don't want to work a nine to five. He was always instilling that in me. So I wasn't good. At, I wasn't great at school. I'll be honest, uh, Reese. I was pretty a bit of a troublemaker. And I, I felt like I knew everything, right, at school. <laughs> yeah. So when I say I left school at 18, I left it a little bit early, actually, and I didn't go to uni. Yeah. Um, but, you know, even at school, I was I was selling, downloading music and selling CDs at school. Yeah, so you was, when, all, you was always, always buying and selling from a young age. Yeah, I was always in that mindset, like, what yeah. can I, how, how can I make my own way? And uh, interesting one for you, I... 
when I was 19, I created a business called Explore My Property. Okay. And that was filming high quality property videos um, for, for agents to put on their website, right? But I didn't know a lot and it was a really, I needed a lot of money to do it. As in, there was a big sales, pro, yeah, production sales process. It wasn't just something you could set up with a hundred pounds. So I struggled. Um, but the beauty of this business was I set the website up myself. You know, I wrote the content myself and it developed organically. It was low investment. Yeah. So that's what I always say to people. It's like, think about that when you're, when you're setting up your business. Yeah, I mean, so in, in your business as well, that's, that's, that's great feedback. You know, think about what you want to get involved with. And seems like you've maximized a clear niche in where, where you've mm. positioned your business. Um, do you think finding a niche has really helped you in business? Yeah, I think that it's trainers is one of these niches that some of your listeners will know and love and understand how big it is. And some will just be like, what? That's actually a thing that makes money that, that you do. You know, yeah. I still get people now that say, what? And that makes money, does it? I'm like, it's a, yeah, we, you know, like <laughs> it's, it does make a, a good money. And, yeah. and so a niche, a niche that you're passionate about, I think is very important because you get more creative. You're always thinking of things. If it's a niche that you're not passionate about, it's going to be harder to hustle and do the long hours and and yeah 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 i think i think you're right i think as, as you're saying there you need to you know the saying is is if if you're doing something that you love you're not really working are you because you've got a desire for it it makes it a lot easier um when you're enjoying what you're doing now a lot of people reach out and say i've just never found that passion for what i'm doing um how do you find that passion? I mean, and, and also another question, twofold here is what a lot of people say to me is they say, well, look, I listen to your podcast. And what, what I find is the interviews with, with these entrepreneurs and business owners, a lot of them all say get into a sector that you love. But a lot of the sectors that a lot of people are interested in, they believe are overcrowded so or oversaturated. Do you think there's still room for entrepreneurs to develop leading brands in oversaturated markets still? I think that I've still seen people in this market develop businesses, and this market now is heavily saturated. Like yeah. when I started, it wasn't, and I was yeah. lucky with I had an element of timing and hard work there, you know. So, but but now I've still seen people be successful. The thing is, uh, Reese, if you've got if you're passionate about something. Yeah. Like, and you've been passionate about it for a while, then you need to just give it a try because you're always, you're always going to be thinking, I, I want to do something in that industry. You know, I, if it's low investment, then you've just got to try because you'll always be wondering, why didn't I, if that's yep. your passion? You know, like I've met like older people that I could speak to, like my dad's age and stuff to say, I wish I had done this. You know, I saw this opportunity when I was younger and I passed on it yeah. and it, 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 it's killed me ever since. So I don't, you have to do, you have to just do it. It's the Nike slogan, isn't it? Yeah, just do it. Um, um, but, but, but to answer your other question real quick about how do you find things? Well, I was always trying stuff when I was younger. I was always like, a, a random example is like parkour, free running. You know, people jumping from building to building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. 
doing like flips on the street. I did that for four years okay. um, when I was like 15 to around 18, 19. I loved it. But I've always just thrown myself into things, like giving it my all. And then what you find out if you like something by doing that, like by chucking yourself in and going at it. Mm. Um, but yeah, you just got to try different things. I mean, George, uh, some some great things there. I see. I see in the back behind you there. You got some books. I wanted mm. to speak to yourself on. Um, I know you, you mentioned that at school you you know you you sort of it wasn't your um, wasn't your forte, so to speak. But self development mm. mentors. Obviously, we spoke about um older people and asking questions which you know is is a great fundamental to have um what how's reading books and how, how do you go about self-development how do you work on yourself yeah it's definitely like you have to read in my opinion mm. in order to spark your thoughts later down the line even like because 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 i might read something and then I might, it might not click until four years later when I'm doing something and I think I remember reading that. Yeah. Um, and, and it just hasn't, it hasn't clicked yet. So I think by reading and getting inspiration, you can actually spark more thoughts for the future. Um, that's why I think it's important. And then there's like learning from your own mistakes, isn't there? You've got to go out and try. The only way, um, the only way you do learn is from, from mistakes, in my opinion. You have, to, yeah, exactly. you have to make mistakes to, to get anywhere in life. Exactly. So you can only read about someone's mistake, but until you make it yourself and then it clicks and then you go, oh, it, it, it yeah. all makes sense now. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely recommend people people should read. And you know what? Uh, there's a lot of shit self-development books. There's like Too a many. lot of... There, yeah, <laughs> there's, there's so many. And the best ones for me are, are stories from people that have like set up businesses that are actual stories. They've gone, this is my story. Like I read the Netflix book, uh, Mark Randolph, um, That Will Never Work. And his journey, you're like, it's just so inspiring the way he thinks. Like, yeah. that's people the good... That, people yeah. that have been there and done it are the people that, uh, for our listeners, um, same as what George just said there, absolute bomb. You know, there's so much personal development stuff on the shelves. Um, of people that have just been successful, or people that can write books. Yes. Um, but you want to follow somebody that's been there, done it, worn the T-shirt, made the mistakes, been in the trenches themselves. Um, they're where you're going to pick up your nuggets from, in my opinion. Yeah, agreed. So I'm you know, with you. Yeah. There's so many. There's so many um, entrepreneurs in the marketplace that selling courses that, quite frankly, have never even run a business before, um, giving advice to people that, you know, who qualifies to give advice? You just need to make sure who you're working with or who you're being mentored by, um, you know, there's got to be some level of connection there. And for me, honestly, I think I have to have seen and felt that that person has, has brought value or made mistakes themselves to be able to give me any value. Yeah, I'm with you because um, I've, you know, something I've realised about, creating content, uh, personal content, is people said to me, you know, George, you, you've set up a business over the past five years that's been successful and you've learned a lot, you've grown a, a good team and there's so much you should share. And I've never really shared it up until recently. Yeah. Um, but then 
someone just said to me, look, look at this guy, look at this guy, hasn't built a business, but you'd think from looking at everything that that person <laughs> built 10. So yeah. you've got to know your worth, haven't you? And know that and understand other people's, uh, where they're well, from. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that brings, that brings me on to, to my next uh, thing that I wanted to speak to yourself about. I mean, your business, um, Soul Supply, over 650,000 followers. Uh, just on the Instagram platform. So it's obviously clear that social media channels um, have been instrumental to the growth of of your business. Um, Mm. What what advice could you give to our listeners who's trying to build their business via via platforms like Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn? Yeah, so social media for us should be used as a way to talk to your audience and engage with them. And it shouldn't be a way to sell, 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 in my opinion. Like, if you think about it, like, use use it 75 to 80% to talk to them. And what I mean by that is creating good stuff they're going to like and, and, and enjoy. Yeah. Um, stuff that's valuable. Um, and then the other 20%, you could sell to them. You could drop in, like, here's this course or here's this shoe. But yeah. social media should be used what it's meant for, which is to be social and to connect with your audience. That's the biggest tip. As soon as you can get that, and, and that involves answering, reply, replying to comments, replying to DMs, um, yeah. making sure that that's part of your day. It's customer service, isn't it? Mm. Um, Do you spend a lot of time in the early stages doing that yourself, George? Yeah, you know, hours, 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 just um, commenting, following, replying. And we still do it now. We've got a team of three people that, just reply to messages and help with comments and engagement because we find it boosts the stats so much when we do that. I think that's a great point as well because there's a lot of people that think the social media platform is a way to generate more sales or more revenue. It It definitely is. is. Yeah, It is, but I I think you've hit the nail on top of the head there is where, you know, it's about giving before you ask for something. So you've got to be giving some content out. You've got to be giving some value to Mm. your audience to get some engagement. If you're just going to put one article out and then say, Oh, can I have some money? Mm. It's probably not the best place for that. You need to give value, give value, give value, give value. Um, A bit like um, Gary V's book, you know, um, jab, 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 hook. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it's about giving, giving some information, and 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 then asking for the deal. Um, other platforms that you've used is Instagram your main platform, George? Or so Instagram is definitely still a good one. We've seen some really good success on TikTok, okay. which uh, a lot of people think is still like for for a young audience. <laughs> I've and, never used but... TikTok actually. Never. But, well, so I was talking to a guy, Reese called Ben Lee, and he runs a tech uh, company, tech consultancy in, in, in L.A. Okay. I was on his podcast, right? And he was – his video for – on TikTok, it was a really business-focused video, but it was something like how the banks use your money, yeah? So, okay. you know, what you, what people – some people don't know, but younger people might not know when you put your bank money in the bank – the banks lend it out. It, you don't, know, it and... don't just sit there waiting for you to come back for it. <laughs> exactly. Mate, this video on TikTok, it made him famous on TikTok in a, in a day. It yeah. got something like 
two million views on there. Fantastic. Um, so there's, yeah, TikTok can be a good platform to experiment with business content and just offer value to people. Like, um, there's so much you could do on there as well about property. Yeah, um, right, look at it. Just, just quick steps about, did you know this is how property works? Boom, boom, boom. Um, stuff like that. People love it on there, man. Yeah. Um, so TikTok's another good one that's working well for us right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what, what about other platforms? Facebook, is that is that a non-runner for you now? Or do you still use Facebook, LinkedIn? Do you know what I'm all about is um, making sure that we own the customer relationship. So yeah. making sure that they're using our app or that they are in our email list because the reality is that Facebook, Google, Twitter, TikTok, they can change at any minute and you can lose your following quickly. Yeah. Um, as an example, we got banned from Twitter for a, two days by, it was, a, it was an accident. They didn't mean to do it. They unbanned us and apologized, right? But two days of revenue loss from yeah. yeah and and it's things like that that make you learn you need to have your own customers that your email and your app list otherwise you're at risk so yeah i'm very much about building up using these platforms to build up your own lists basically yeah, yeah. make makes sense so you you get you get the information you put them into your own system and you're talking to your own audience constantly as well yeah yeah Fantastic. So just talking about that, obviously, Instagram um, is responsible, in my opinion, for for the rise of social media influencers. Mm. Um, do you think the current coronavirus pandemic that we're in will change the way consumers think about social media influencers? Or do you think that influencers on Instagram and other other sources still have a fundamental role in the way consumers take action and purchase? Um, I don't really like the way that influencers are used, to be honest. I don't like the way that influencers agree to things they shouldn't. Okay. Uh, you know, like, there's so many impressionable young people that aren't really thinking about that influencer if they've been paid to promote it. Um, even my missus sometimes, like, I love my missus to bits, but... There's things she'll say, oh, have you seen this product? And I'll be like, that's just a paid post and it's not true. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and, yeah. And she's like, yeah, yeah, of course. What was I thinking? But sometimes she's she's smart and she's she gets fooled because some of these yeah. posts are so convincing. Like, I think it needs a real shake-up, man. I don't like it because... I don't like it at all. No, because at least with what we're doing, we're saying this is the shoe, this is how much it is, it delivers, right? They get the shoe and it is what it is. Yeah. But with a lot of this shit that's being promoted, it's not going to deliver. It's not going to help in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because, and I think that's completely wrong. Yeah. It, it so needs to change. So do you, do you think the, the influencer needs to take responsibility for that? Or the company that's asking the, um, the, the influencer to post that ad because I suppose if you're an influencer and you're getting told this product does this, I'll pay you X for you to do this post. Mm. They're saying, okay, well, I've been told that this works. I've been paid this to do it. So is it down to the company that's asking them to do it? Or is it down to the influencer in your opinion to do a little bit more due diligence from their end? 
Yeah, I think it should be down to the influencer because, you know, like, it's like these advertising standards, isn't there? Yeah. And, yeah. and if influencers are saying these products made me lose weight and blah, 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 then and then they're actually selling a false dream, really. Yeah. So yeah. it should be down to them. But this is touchy ground. I do still think influencers will work. I do still think that they are a good way to get your message out. It's a powerful way, you know. People yeah. are... Have you you on Instagram as well, Reese? Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. I'm on Instagram. Yeah. I don't know about you, but when I go in the explore section um, on Instagram, and you just look at all the different posts, all I see is people like like influencers in there. Yeah. A lot of them. like, yeah. and I'm like, so Instagram are pushing it as well. So yeah, it, it's 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 a good way to get your brand out there. I would say. Have, have you have you used have you used influencers for Soul supply? It's tricky because with the soul supplier, we're not really providing a physical product. Yeah. So we've used influencers to talk about our platform and how it helps people find footwear, but it's not necessarily doesn't work that well for us. What about you? No, no, we haven't we haven't used any. Um at you all. thought about it though. We thought about it. We've had we've had marketing companies come to us and say, "Look, we can do this, this, and this for you." Um, we 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 haven't done that as as of yet. Um, you know, we we've sponsored um, Charlie Edwards, um, WBC world champion at the time. Uh, we've sponsored him, so we're in an agreement with him where we we sponsor him. He he does bits for us as a sponsor, um, mm. but nothing like just. Um, uh, an influencer ad or anything like that. We haven't gone down that route. Um, we've looked at it, but we're just not sure whether it fits our our sector at the moment. But we'll see. You know, we're my team's looking at it, and if they come to me and say that they think that it might be worth exploring, then maybe we will do. But I do think that um, it it must work because, as you said, all you have to do is scroll down your timeline or go on to 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 it and. It's everywhere. There's ads, ads left, right, and centre. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting one. Moving on from that, uh, the, the virus has, has it impacted your business at all? Yeah, it has impacted our business. It's um, things are better now, but it definitely. I think this stopped. month, things have started to move again. Have you seen that in your sector? Yeah, because yeah. I think there's more confidence, isn't there? Yeah. But I think we're living at a time with height and fear more than ever. Yeah. And I, I, I think that the media is fully responsible and the government don't help. And I, I've got a lot of strong thoughts on it personally that I don't like the way it's being handled. Um, and it's not doing anything for anyone's mental health. And you've got to be so strong up here to get through this. Yeah. Like the effect it's having on people is crazy. Mm. So... It has affected our business and confidence with people spending. And and I've said to people, it should, like, be careful with your spends at this time because Definitely. you want to make sure that you've got your income. You've got, you know, if you've, if you've been furloughed, um, you might actually have more time and a bit more money because you're not going out, you're not spending. So you might, what we found is some people are spending a bit more at times because they've got more money because they're saving. Makes um, sense, yeah, yeah. But then what we found is as well, like a lot of our uh, partners, Nike, Adidas, you know, Foot Locker, all the stores closing has meant there's been delays with payments and other things. Yeah. So, that again, that's understandable because it's just a, something that has never happened before. But 
What do you think? Are we are we on our way out of this, or is it just like I it's, hate it's, these words, new normal? <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough one, isn't it? It's a tough one. I think you know thing, things are moving. There's a few people that I've been speaking to in different sectors have seen um, not spikes, but business to start start flowing again. I think one thing that that we all need to be conscious of. Um, is you know if if we all sit on money or if we all sit on our savings and we don't use money and and we don't keep keep the flow of money moving um it it will affect our economy a lot more than us still spending and and trying to do as much normal things as possible um to keep the economy going because if we all just sit on our hands everything just comes to a halt um and it'll be a lot harder to get things back moving um it's it's a touchy subject, isn't it? I just hope and pray that we're moving in the right direction. We've we've been in this situation for two, three months now. Um, I hope that not everyone just jumps on the bandwagon and just goes back to normal. Uh, because the last thing I think that we need is a is a round of it again or round two, so to speak, a big spike. So I think we've all got our role to play. We've all got to be responsible. We've all got to be alert, but. You know, you, we've got to get things moving as much as possible as well for for the economy's sake. Agreed. Yeah. And and do you think that now, are they going to change, make some changes with property stamp duty? Do you think that they're going to incentivize people? I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> we we, yeah. we we you don't know, do you? We 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 can wait and see. Um, all we can do is wait and see that we we need new homes. What what we do. Um, as a business is, you know, we we help investors, uh, qualified investors get a better rate of return than they see through mainstream banks um, and stocks and stocks are a little bit more volatile than what we do. But, you know, through through my platform and through my businesses, you can um, lend your money to a property developer that will go out, produce new homes and you'll get security over them new homes until he's paid you your capital and interest back, um, you know, and we need new homes in the country. We know that um, it's less risk, it's less hassle, it's less risk than building for yourself from the ground up. So, you know, if you've got 50, 100K sitting about, you can invest that into a developer of a proven track record and you'll get a fixed rate of return back on that instead of it sitting in the bank seeing what. Um, so that's that's what we're doing. And a lot of our investors, you know, have been sitting on their hands because construction sites are shut, but yeah. good news is that construction's back moving, things are starting to happen, so there's definitely more confidence in the market. Do I think the property market will change? Yeah, um, it's going to take a hit. You know, uh, properties are not going to be sold as quick, but you know they're there, they exist. You can see them, um, you hold them. It will go back to where it needs to go. There's no two ways about that. It 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 will take slightly longer than than what we anticipate. But the quicker we can all get back to doing what we're we're good at and what we love, mm. um, the quicker the quicker things will start moving. I hope so. Yeah, mm. yeah. We I've I've got to say I'm grateful and thankful because um, our business has been okay and somehow where the stores have closed for a lot of people, we're we're pushing more online. Yeah, um, and that's just lucky for us, you know, because I know that there's some businesses that haven't been and. 
uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot of trouble for a lot of businesses. So I'm thankful in that way. Yeah. What, what, what advice, George, could you could you give to a business owner that's trying to push through these these times and overcoming this um, pandemic that we're in? What 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 would you say has helped you? As you rightly said earlier, you know, the the situation that we're in is not yeah. great for um. Sorry, the lights just gone off. Where um. Sorry, move for a little while. Um, what? Yeah. You know, it's not good for our mental state. Um, being being stuck indoors constantly, trying to run a business, maybe not having a lot of your cash flows dried up, um, can be tough times. Obviously, yeah. you, you haven't been in that position, but imagine if you was in that position. How how would you deal with it, and what advice could you give to somebody dealing with that at the moment? Yeah, so one of the things that I like to talk about on my LinkedIn, uh, yeah. George LinkedIn or Instagram, which is George Sullivan TSS, is just yeah. a lot of mindset stuff, you know, the, the morning routines that I follow, you know, the, um, the stuff I'm doing to keep positive, um, how important exercise and sort of eating certain foods is. So yeah. all this stuff that makes a difference to your mind is what I talk about on my personal stuff. But then, you know, if... For the future, always have a rainy day fund. If you've got a business, there's always always mentors and entrepreneurs that say, spend your money in the bank and invest it. Yeah, that's right. You should reinvest it. But always have a rainy day fund because Correct. you never know what is happening, what's around the corner. And look at this. like To survive this, you need like six months of money stacked away. Correct. So, like I've had I've had a rainy day fund, but it's not six months of money. And, and lucky I had some because, you know, our business burns through expenses. And if I didn't have any, I wouldn't have even had money to apply for, say, a business interruption loan. The business would have been in the red, in the black quicker than it, yeah. than it would have been. Um, so always have that fund just in case something goes wrong. Um, it, it's always yeah. it's what I call an unknown unknown. And I, I love that saying. It's just something that you don't even know could possibly happen. Um, yeah. yeah, you don't even know it's coming. So save that money at times. Yeah. So if 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 any of our listeners wanna wanna follow you, George, how how do they follow you personally? Obviously, Soul Supplier um, is is pretty straightforward. They just type that in, and the, the business a a pop up. But for for you giving advice and helping out, where where can they catch you? Yeah, so if you want to find your next best pair of trainers, it's at the Soul Supplier on uh, on all the channels. And uh, if you want to just connect with me and sort of get some ideas, education, and inspiration about business, then it's George Sullivan TSS on Instagram, yep. and it's George Sullivan on LinkedIn and George Sullivan on Twitter. And I'll be happy to answer any questions or help any people that are in business or want to start a business with any questions you have. Sounds great. Just before we finish up, George, what's what's next for you? What's your long-term goals? Where, where, where are you looking at going? So we're going to go international towards the end of this year, yeah. launching in Germany, France, Italy and the US. So it's a big project. Um, well, hopefully we're still on track for that. But yeah. our goal, Reese, is to be the only place you need to find your next pair of trainers. So you come to us and that's it. Everything else is covered. You don't need to visit loads of retailers. We've got everything you need. Um, so that's the mission. So that's what we're working towards. Fantastic. Well, look, George, it's been a pleasure having you on. I think there's been some great points for our listeners. Um, 
a lot of people might get in touch from from hearing this podcast. Obviously, once it's ready and um, we, we're going to get it out in the mainstream, we'll let you know so that you can put it across your social um, platforms as well. Look, it's been a pleasure having you on. Thanks for your time. Um, have we missed anything? Is there anything else for you to say, George? We any any other golden nuggets that you've um, got up your sleeve that you can can give us before we finish today? Um, yeah, I mean, you just mentioned about when it's going out. I'm not sure when this is going out, but um, I think there's a lot of pressure on people right now. Um, so at the same time, I'm using my Instagram and LinkedIn to say, you know, use your time and yeah. and try and make the most of this time because it's a one-off opportunity. At the same time, if you just want to relax because you've been furloughed or if you just want to chill and not do anything, that's completely fine. So again, I think there's a lot of influence from people like me or people that, let's say you, Reese, with podcasts who people get inspired, but they just might not want to take action. No. And then and then I think they get confused about, oh, I should be doing this. And then they get really stressed out. And some people say, oh, I'm trying my best, but I just can't get motivated. And that's, that's also fine. So, yeah. you know, for anyone out there that is in that situation, don't worry. Use this as an opportunity to relax, recoup up here. And yeah. um, long if as you're, you're doing like, something, long as you're doing yeah. something, if, yeah. if as, as George is saying, if, if your prerogative is to relax, recoup, um, let this time pass by, then that's fine. But it's the people that are sitting there doing nothing, not relaxing because you're stressing yourself out because you think you should be doing something. That's where you're going to get yourself in all kinds of situations that you don't want to be in. Um, and that's where you should go and follow George or other people that are out there and start looking into mindset because mindset um, – is a great place to start for anybody, not just entrepreneurs, not just business people, anybody. Um, your mm. mind is a very, very powerful tool. Um, and when you can control your thoughts, um, you know, you, you can you can do basically whatever you want in the world. Yeah, it can make you or break you. Yeah, 100%. Mm. Fantastic. Well, look, George, it's been a great pleasure. Um, hopefully you have a successful day. Hopefully we'll come out of this soon. Thanks for coming on. And it's been a pleasure. We'll get this out very soon. Nice one, brother. Thank Cheers, you. Cheers, George. Thanks, mate. Cheers. So for now, what I want to do is thank you for listening. Subscribe, leave a review. Look forward to speaking to you on the next podcast with some exciting guests coming our way.